The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Kiddushin has been sponsored by our good friend Mr. Haimi Dana, in honor of his wife, Dina Bat Rivka. I should have many years, Shalom Bayit, Masechet Kiddushin. And and all good things, health, happiness, nachat from the children, and all the berachot. Amen. Dafnon bet. Today's daf is being studied. Le'ilui nishmat. Mor zekeni Yosef ben Tzara ve'marat zekenati Yafah ben Tzara ve'le'ilui nishmat be'Abraham ben Esther ve'luah Hashem tenihem began Eden. Amen. Today's daf is being studied. L'rfuah shelema. Sarah bat Rahev, Sarah Ruhaba bat Rahev, Moshe ben Dina. Enna lefananahim, enna lefananahim, enna lefananahim, fata nefesh, ufata gufu, atam kribala bo, vechen yirason, venomar, amen. We begin today's daf on Nun Alef Amud Bet, and we are starting one, two, three, four, five lines from the bottom, starting from the words Tashema. Now let's just review the sugya that we're involved in now. We are in a sugya. <coughs> of a mahloket between Abaye and Rava on Kiddushin She'el Misurin Libi'ah that's a type of Kiddushin <coughs> where after the Kiddushin is made you're still not allowed to make Bi'ah for whatever reason so the question is is such a Kiddushin that does not allow you to make Bi'ah is it considered a Kiddushin which means it's a type of Safik of Kiddushin of such that uh, you can't make bi'ah even though you made a kiddushin. So Abaye holds that a kiddushin, she'en misurin the bi'ah, havu kiddushin. It is a kiddushin. Whereas Rabah holds, no. Kiddushin, she'en misurin the bi'ah, no havu kiddushin. So basically what the Gemara did for the last Amud, it was challenging Rabah. <clears throat> you say that it's not a Kiddushin, but also your cases where even though Bi'ah is forbidden after the Kiddushin, still the Kiddushin is Hal. And the Gemara answered every challenge it brought against Rava. Now the Gemara continues <clears throat> on that same derech. Tashema, Shenayim Shekidshu Shte Achayot. You have two fellows, they're not relatives, they made Kiddushin to two sisters. Ze Enu Yodeya Ezu Kiddush. But they don't know which one they gave the Kiddushin to. They know they got married to one of them, but they don't know which one <coughs> they gave the Kiddushin to. Now, obviously, each one is forbidden to be with any of those ladies. Because maybe she's a married lady to somebody else, to the other guy. And therefore, there's the classical case of Kiddushim, She'en Misurim the Bi'ah. They made a Kiddushim, but certainly they're not to have Bi'ah. Because they might uh, <coughs> have be out with somebody else's wife. And you see clearly the Braita says, Both guys have to give two gets to the respective ladies. You see what? That the Kedushim was half. That they considered married. Question against Rava. <coughs> so the Yabara says, Now the case was talking about where it wasn't a sefik initially. Initially they knew who they married. Which means they got married to the respective ladies and at the time of the Kiddushin it was known. Therefore at the time of the marriage it was considered a Kiddushin Shemisurim Nebiah. Only later on they forgot about it. So therefore only later on it got mixed up. It makes sense to say this because it's precise in the language of the Braita because it says and it says, and now they don't know who which lady they married. It doesn't say the language in Yadua. In Yadua sounds like they never knew. It was never known. But Enu Yodeya means now they don't know. If we can answer that <coughs> Mishnah, and therefore it's not a question against Rava. So the Gebran says, So then what's the Hadush? Which means, it's a very simple case. Guy got married, two guys, they're not related to two ladies. Then now, uh, now later on they forgot who they gave the Kiddushin to. So of course they need to get in. What's the, what's the Hadush of the case? 
So the Gemara is going to give a chidush. The Gemara's chidush is sefa it's terichale. The sefa of that case is indeed the chidush. Met oh. Now let's say both these mekadeshim, both these guys that gave the kedushim died. Velezeh ah, and both of them have brothers. Zeholetz l'shtein, vezeholetz l'shtein. Let's stop right over there. Now, if you look in your in your uh, books, you should have a chart of this case. It's not a difficult case at all. But if you look at the chart. I'm looking at it in my Hebrew uh, version. We have it over here. They're giving us uh, two sisters. Okay, Leah and Rachel. And they got married initially to Reuven and Yosef. Okay, Reuven and Yosef did not know which ones that they gave the Kiddushin to later on. Later on they forgot. And then Reuven and Yosef died. Okay, so now Yosef had a brother, Binyamin. And Reuven had the brother Shimon. So the law is both have to make Yibum Halitza to both sisters. Shimon makes Halitza to Le'an Rachel because maybe his brother was married to one of them. Therefore, he has to make a Halitza to break the Zika. And Binyamin as well because maybe his brother Yosef was married to one of them and therefore has to make a Halitza as well. Now, obviously, they cannot make yibum because they don't know uh, which one is the uh, is the uh, is the one that they have to make uh, yibum to. Uh, therefore, uh, he might be going with achot zekukato. You're not allowed to go with the sister of your zekuka. For example, if Shimon is going to make yibum with Rachel, maybe he was really supposed to make yibum with Leah. And that was Pogeya Be'ahot Zekukato, which is Asur, and the same thing with Binyamin. Therefore, the only advice is, let them both make Halitza to both ladies. And we continue the case. The case continues. Lazeh Echad Ve'lazeh Shenayim. Okay, same case, but uh, we have over here, one of the fellows that made Kiddushin, has two brothers, and one has only one brother. Again, we have a chart for that. It's the same players. You have Rachel and the other two sisters. Yosef and Reuven are the ones that made the uh, initial Kiddushin. They both died. Yosef, in this case, however, has two brothers, Asher and Benjamin, and Reuven only has one brother, Shimon. So the answer, in this case, what you're supposed to do, the Mishnah says, is like this. Echad which means the one brother, that means Shimon, that's the brother of Reuven, he makes Halitza to both ladies, Terachel and Le'ah, and then Vishnaim, and then the two brothers, Asher and Benjamin, Echad Choletz, Ve'echad Miyabim. One makes a Halitza, and one makes a Yibum. We'll explain how that logic works in a moment. Imkad Muvichansu, but if both Ashin and Binyamin got married to both of them, uh, they didn't make a halitza and yibun, they just got married to both. And the Hadush of the Mishnah is that in this last case, that we only allow the order of well, the two brothers, halitza and then yibum. But to make yibum first, and then halitza, no, no good. Because he might be uh, attracting to a Yibama Lashuk, which means you're not allowed to uh, marry a uh, Yibama, the lady that's supposed to make Yibum. So she's supposed to make Yibum to somebody else, you're not allowed to take her. And maybe she was supposed to make Yibum to somebody else. Therefore, the first brother has to make a Halitza. Also, if that was the brother that was supposed to make the Yibum, had he made the Halitza? Oh, so now the second brother, Mimman of Shach, is okay. If that's the real... Uh, 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 yeah, the Halitza was made already, so therefore you have no problem. Halitza was made to the, to the other guy's brother, to Shimon's, to Reuven's brother, and it was made now to one of his brothers, so therefore Vadai, she's going to be Muteret. However, if he's going to make... 
uh, Yibum uh, uh, first, so the Kapaga Bibama Neshukan is going to be all there on a Isur Deoraita. Because I, I should point out, I should point out to be clearer. Forgive me, but I want to be clearer on this case. We're talking about that, but before uh, the two brothers, Asher and Binyamin, do their process of Halitza and Yibum, the Uven's brother Shimon has to make Halitza to both of them. That's what the Gemara is saying. That they should not start their process, the two brothers, before Shimon makes Halitza to both. That's the point. Because if Shimon doesn't make Halitza to both, could be that that was his Yivama. And therefore when this other brother is going to make a Yibum now, or a Yibum, he might be taking uh, somebody else's Yivama. And that's a suit, you know, I have to go with a lady that's falling to Yibum to somebody else. So therefore, Shimon's got to make Halitza to both. So if it was his, she's covered. You knocked it out. You did a Halitza to both. Once Shimon does Halitza, then the other two brothers begin their procedure. The first one makes a uh, Halitza, and then a Yibum, in that order, and then everything's fine. But the point is, uh, when we read the Braita, the language is, which means the one brother first must make Halitza, and then the other brothers now are able to make Yibum to one of the uh, to one of the sisters. However, for one of the pairs to make Yibum, cannot make Yibum, because maybe, really, she belongs to the other guy, to the single guy, and therefore they're taking a lady that is standing for Yibum. So that is the Hidush of that case. Now let's read Rashi to the top line. Tafka <clears throat> Ketani. So second line on Ashin Nun Bet. Dafka Ketani Ha'ekad Holetz Lishtehem Tehila. That's right. First, <coughs> the single guy's got to make Halitzat to both. Ve'hadar, and only then, Yebume Achat Me'ashtayim. Achar Halitzat Achiv. Then, the two brothers, one makes a Halitzat and one makes a but for one of them to make a yibum first, even after his brother makes a haditza, no good. Now at least he took care of, there's no ahotzikuka on his side. It's not going to be permissible. Since the single guy didn't make haditza to both, maybe it's really the yivam of the yahidi. The guy that's making yibum, no say yivam leshuk. He's taking a Yivama that really belongs to the to, to, to somebody else. You're taking Okay, that's fine. Which means, and then after uh, the first guy, we'll call that guy Shimon, makes Halitza to both. Then one of the brothers makes a halitza, so that takes care of that side of the equation. If it was their brother that was really uh, married, so the halitza is made. Now the yibum that's made to the second girl, memarashach. If that's the really one he's supposed to make uh, yibum to, so then he made yibum. And if not, so then the, the brother already made halitza to the other one. So there was no problem of the hot halitza to. Because already, that's only forbidden by one guy to marry the sister's halitza, but the other brother's mutar, so that we have no problem in this scenario. So that's the hadush in this case. Rabbah, again, is protected from the question. We bring another question from a bright, uh, Actually, yeah, question against Rabbah. Titani Tabiyomi. Okay, Tabiyomi, the name of Etana. We learned. Lezeh hamisha banim velezeh hamisha banot. Okay, one guy has five sons, another guy has five daughters. So what happened? The guy with the five sons, he gave money to the guy with the five daughters. One of your daughters should be mekudeshet to one of my sons. So it says... So now, since it's Sefeq, he didn't say which one. So therefore, each one of the girls has to get five gitin from 
the brothers. Because we don't know, maybe if one of the brothers is married to her. So each girl now needs to get a get from each guy. Now, if let's say one of the brothers died, one of the five guys died without children, oh, now you got a Yaboom situation. All the girls now need four Gitin from the remaining uh, four brothers. And one of the brothers has to give a Chalitza to break the Zika, because for sure one of the brothers was married to one of these sisters, so therefore they all need a Chalitza, at least from one of them, to break the Zika. But what do you see over here? You see clearly that even though there's a Kiddushim She'enam Misurim the Bi'ah, because none of the brothers are allowed to have Bi'ah with any of these <coughs> ladies over here, because maybe this lady over here is his brother's wife. It's a Chotesh uh, uh, Or it's a Chotesh Or it's, it's his wife's uh, sister. You cannot have relations with any of these ladies. And still you're saying, what, you need a, they need to get question against Nava. Initially they knew who they gave the Kiddushin to, and then only later on it got forgotten. So at the time of the Kiddushin, it was, it was Misurin Libi'ah. You can't say that in this case. It just says, one of your <coughs> daughters to one of my sons. It's clearly that it was a safik from the beginning. That it was never ra'ui for bi'ah. Oh, so you see what? A question against Rabbah. The Gemara says, That this is indeed a knockout against Rava, and the Gemara refutes Rava. But still, the Gemara comes out, that again, once we knocked out Rava, we should say that, which is normally we have a rule, except for six exceptions. This is one of the six exceptions. The way you remember the six exceptions, Ya'al Kegam. The Yud stands for Yerushalomidat. The Ayin stands for Ed Zomem, the Mafreya Unifsal. The Lamed stands for Lechia Omed Me'irav. The Kof is our case, Kedushin, Shelonim Serule Bi'ah. The Gimal stands for Gilui Da'at by Yerushin. And the Mem stands for Mumar Ochel Nevelot Lachis. We don't have to go through all the cases now, but there are six cases where Abaye and Rabah argue, and these are exceptional cases that we follow Halakha Ke Abaye. The one we need to know today is the Kof. That's the Kedushin Shelon Imsiru Nebi'ah. Abaye says, Yemekudeshet. Rabah says, No. Halakha Ke Abaye. Comes the Gemara continues with a quote from the Mishnah. Let's remember that Mishnah. There was a group of five ladies. In the group, there were two sisters. A guy took a basket of uh, of te'inim, and the basket actually belonged to them, belonged to the girls. And it was shvi'it fruit, shemitah fruit, and he told them, that all of you will be mekudashot to me with the basket of this fruit over here. And one of them received it on behalf of all of them. So Rahamim said, the sisters are not considered mekudashot in the group. But everybody else is mekudashot. Amarav, arba. We could learn from our Mishnah, from that last case, Fudinim. Venakit Rav Tlata. Which means Rav, he knew that three of them are clear. And therefore he's going to say the, the three of them. But the fourth one, <coughs> he wasn't sure of. So therefore he didn't say it. But he says, there's four things, I'm sure of three of them, that you learn. What are they? Number one, That's right. You see over there, you could use perot of Shivit, even though the Torah says that the fruit of Shivit, you can only use them leochla for eating purposes and not for another purpose. From our Mishnah, you see clearly that it's considered his mamon <coughs> enough to what to be mekadesh a lady. Which is, of course, the chetachila would be asur. 
really only allowed to eat the fruit of the Shemitah. You can't use, use them for business, things like that. However, the Adelaide will be Mekudesh. Ushmar Mina, Kitsha Begezel, Ena Mekudeshet. Oh, if a person, let's say, is Mekudesh lady with stolen goods, let's say he stole something from somebody else, no good, no Kedushin. Da'afilu Begezel Dida. And even if you stole the item from the lady herself, and you don't say, well, when you gave it back, that she accepted it, so that shows like she's mohel. No, could be she's accepting it as a uh, as, as a payment back for the gezela. And if it's not, she's not being mohel. <coughs> How do you learn from this mishnah that if you mekadesh a lady with gezel, even her own gezel, not mekadesh it? Mimai bedektani shelahem ha'ita v'shel shevirit ha'ita. And the fact that you gave the case, it says it was the lady's fruit, <coughs> and it was the fruit of Shemitah. The only reason why it's Mekudeshet, because the fruit of Shemitah are ownerless. So it's really not theirs. Therefore, that's why the Kiddushin is a Kiddushin. But if the fruit were from another year, of the Shemitah, it would not be Mekudeshet. The only reason why it's Mekudeshet, because even though it was theirs, it was Shemitah fruit. Ah, oh, Shemitah fruit's really not theirs now, because it's Sefker. That's why we say it is, because it's Shemitah, now what do we learn from there? That Gezel, person's Mekudeshet with Gezel, not going to be Mekudeshet. Ushmar mina, Yisha na'asi shaliyah la a lady, to be a shalia for her friend to accept the kiddushin. Even in a place where she is now going to become a rival to this lady, which means one lady of the five is accepting kiddushin for herself and all the other four. So you see over there, you can accept she can accept the kiddushin even though now she's going to be mikudesh to the guy as long as the, as well as the other rival wives, even though they become tzarot. So therefore, you see, such a lady can be a valid shaliyah. Which is, even though tzarot hate each other, just like we learned in Masik and Yibamot, that they're not believed to say mit ba'alech, even though we trust one witness, but a tzara is not believed to come along and say that the uh, husband uh, died in order to let the other lady get married because she wants to trip her up. Could be the husband's really alive. And she's lying because she wants she she wants her to go to an, uh, with another guy, even though she's uh, and really she's married. Still, however, the shlichut is kishera. The idach ma'i. What's the fourth hadush that you can learn from our mishnah? Kedushin she'en mesurim That what are not a kedushin because clearly you see over here the sisters are not mekudeshin out of the five. Why? Because obviously you cannot have relations with these sisters over here. Because, obviously, Kedushin with, 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 with two sisters is, uh, is forbidden. So you see what? Kedushin uh, that are uh, in Misurim the Bi'ah, obviously is going to be Asur. So Gebarah says, So how come Rav didn't uh, count that fourth item? It's a, it's a Tzvadus as well. So comes Gebarah and says, Mishum de Misafkele ke'ike because he had a sefik how to learn the case. Do we go like Abaye or do we go like Rabah? Which means, according to Abaye, Kedushin, Amishin, Amishin, the Bi'ah is considered a Kedushin. And therefore, the reason why Amishnah, the sisters, are not married is for a different reason. Because we learned the rule earlier, if you remember, that called She'eno Bezeh Acharzeh, Eno Bevatachat that any type of Kiddushin that cannot be done uh, success, successively, one after the other, like two sisters, you cannot marry one sister, and marry another sister, you cannot do it with Batahat as well. It's a different rule. And therefore, really, Abaye holds Kiddushin, Shina Muslim, the Bi'ah, Havu Kiddushin. It's just in this case over here, it cannot be done Batahat because it cannot be done successively. Or do you explain the Mishnah like, Rava? That it's talking about, Rabbi, if you remember on the last Amud, he learned the Mishnah, it's talking about, you will make Kaddish one of the two sisters. Oh, so if you make one of the two sisters over here, but he didn't know which one he was Mekadesh, so that's a classic case of the Kedushin is Hal, but it's Kedushin Shina Mishnah Nubi'ah, that's why it says the sisters are not Mekudashot. And therefore, he had a Safik Rab, how to explain the Mishnah, or like Abaye, or like Rabat explained, like Abaye, it's got nothing to do with Kedushin Shina Mishnah Nubi'ah. The reason why the sisters are not Mekudesh is because you married them and we have a rule. 
If you cannot do the Kiddushim successively, successively, you cannot do it Bevatachat. Or, so therefore, it's got to do with Kiddushim Shirim Shulibi'ah. Or do you explain the Mishnah like uh, uh, Rava? So no, Rava learned the case over there. The reason why the sisters are not Mikudish because he married one of the sisters, one of the two. Ah, oh, one of the brothers, he forgot which one, uh, he doesn't know which one. That's why they are sued, because it's Kedushin Shein and the That's why they have to not get involved with that Kedush. Comes the Gemara and says, Kisalik Rabbi Zera. When the Bizera came from Eretz Yisrael to Bevit, Amara Ashmata. He said, the Kedush of Rav, Kamed Rabbi Yohanan. He said it in front of Rabbi Yohanan. Now what? That a lady that's Mekadesh with Gezel is not Mekudesh. A guy that's Mekadesh with Gezel, no Kedushin. So when Rabbi Yohanan heard it, he said, Amale, mi amar Did Rav indeed say such a lacha? So the Gemara says, what do you mean? Vehu lo amar? What do you mean? Rabbi Yohanan doesn't hold like that? What do you mean? He's shocked that Rav said it? What do you mean? He also holds like that. Ve'amar Rabbi Yohanan, Gazal, a guy stole from his friend. Ve'lonit Yahshua Ba'alim, and the owners did not give up hope yet, did not make Yehush, Shenehem enam yecholim nagdish. Both the thief and the one that got stolen from cannot make this item Hegdish. Why? Zeh lefish eno shelo. So obviously the thief, he cannot make it like this because it doesn't belong to him. And the guy that got stolen from him, even though it belongs to him, but it's not in his reshut, it's not in his possession, it's not in his domain. So what do you see from here? also agrees that just like you cannot make stolen item Mikdesh, obviously you cannot make Kiddushin with it either. So what is he shocked about the Rav? So he goes, Hachi ka'amarle, mi amar Rav kivati? That is, I know I only can't make Kedushin with a Gezim. But I didn't know Rav holds like me. That's why it was a Hadush to Nabi Anan. He says, does he hold like me that Gezim is really a Sur? Now, asks a question against both Shittot. Rav and Nabi Anan. Both of those opinions hold what? That if you make Kedush with Gezim, no good. Metive Kedushin Gezim. Gezim stolen item. Be Hamas. Hamas is that you force the guy to sell you something against his will. So it's also a type of thievery. You really don't want to sell, but you're forced. That's called Hamas. Ube Geneva. Geneva, you stole something uh, from the guy uh, at night, let's say, when he, when he, when he was sleeping. Or, Shehatav Selah You grabbed a coin out of the lady's hand, and you gave it back to her. Mekudeshet, and all these cases over here, it is a Kedushin. So what do you see that works? This over is talking about where the stolen item was her item. Well, what's the Pshat? Because when she accepts it, she accepts it for the sake of Kedushin, meaning it's Masra, she's Mohel. That's why she accepted it back. And therefore, you have no idea what she's doing. Rabbi Nabi was talking about when you stole something from other people. Okay, other people, it's a problem. But when you stole her item and give it back to her, that's when you say it's okay. Because she's more That's why she accepted it. The last case is talking about where you stole her item. It says you stole Mishela. Because the must be talking about regular gifts. Only the last case is talking about her item. The initial cases are talking about even if you stole from somebody else. And still it says one will be Mikudesh. The Mishnah, the the Brayta is explaining itself. Kedusha begezel bechamasu begeneva. What's the case? Kegon, keetzat, kegon shachatav still a miyada. The kedusha bo. And if the whole Brayta is talking about a case of gezel dida, and the hadush of the Brayta is that since she accepted it. It's her item. He stole it from her. He gave it back to her. In fact, that she accepted it, it's as if she was Mohel. Also, therefore, we have no question against uh, Rav and the Bi'alim. When they said Gezel, they were talking about what? Gezel, when you stole from somebody else. But where does Bright of talking about? When you stole it from her. The Gebrazes can't be. Ve'amat nitin de Gazel dida. Al Mishnah. What's the case of the Mishnah? The five ladies. 
What happened? He stole it from them and gave it back to them. The only reason why we said it's Mekudesh because it was Perot Shevi'it. Perot Shevi'it is Efkir. But if it wasn't Perot Shevi'it, even by their item giving it back to them, the Mishnah's Mashma, it's going to be Gezel. And Rabbi and Yohanan learned from there that Gezel Dida is considered Gezel. The Kamarav Ena Mekudeshet. Only because it was Shevi'it fruit. But if it wasn't Shevi'it fruit, even their own uh, Gezel, it, it's going to be no good. Well, gives an answer, which means our Mishnah is talking about lo shadich. The guy never spoke to them. The girl never accepted yet to get married to this guy. So therefore, when he takes their items and gives it back to them, it's not going to be mikudeshit because we don't say she's mohel. She doesn't even know the guy so good. Now all of a sudden, the guy steals an item, gives it back to him, and says kedushit She's taking it back because she wants to retrieve her item that was stolen. And the other case that said it is Mikudeshit, already they were talking, they went out, she accepted to get married already. So therefore, when he takes the item from her and gives it back, to, since there was a Shaduch already, so therefore you say when she received it, it must be she received it between Mehila, and therefore the Kedushin is indeed going to be a Kedushin. So therefore, it depends. A stolen item, according to Rav, you steal it from somebody else, Vadai, not Mikudeshit. If you steal it from her, then it depends. If it was Shadiq, if they were going out already and she accepted to get married, so you steal an item for you give it back to her, the fact that you accept, she accepted it, we, we assume that why she's Muhir. And if it's Kedushin. It's time you took an item from her and gave it to her back. She, she accepted it, of course she accepted it, because she wants to retrieve her item. And if it's not going to be, Yemara tells a story of a lady, She was rinsing her legs, rinsing her feet, Bim shikhla demaya in a bucket of water. Atahu gabra. The fellow came, Hatav Zuze Mehavre. He grabbed the coin from his friend, Veshadal, and he threw it to her. Amala, Mikadeshatli. Right? I want you to be Mikudeshit to me with them. And she accepted it. Atahu gabra le kamed so the fellow now came to Rabbah to ask, is he indeed Mikudeshir or not? Amar, letehash dehad Rabbi Shimon. No, nobody is concerned about the shita of Rabbi Shimon. What's Rabbi Shimon shita? The Amar, setam gezela. Which means, when you steal something, you could assume, yehush be'alim haveh. When you steal something, you could assume that the owner made yehush. And therefore he says, according to the Bishamon, Mikudeshit. Because she could assume that what? The guy stole the item. For sure the guy that Ningzal, the guy that was stolen from Mediush. And therefore now this item becomes the ladies. Why? Because we have a rule. That Yehush of the owner plus a Shenude Shut, which means now the item went from the, uh, from the Ningzal, to the lady. So then we have double. We have the guy's Yehush plus the Shinur shoot, therefore she acquires it. However, the, the Gemara says that when they asked um, Ravai, he said, nobody, nobody follows the Bishimon Shita, and therefore, since nobody else like the Bishimon, we don't assume that the guy made Yehush, and therefore the Kiddushin is not a Kiddushin, because it's not his money, it's Gezel, and therefore you do not even have to give a get. There is no Kiddushin Bechlal. Yavadah gives another story. Ahu Arisa. Arisa is a sharecropper. Okay, guy's working, he gets a percentage of the profits. They split the profits with the owner of the field. The Kaddish Bemoza Dishamche. He took a handful of onions, Betzadim, and uh, again, part of his percentage. He didn't discuss it with the Balabite, but he took, uh, uh, he fronted himself some of the, some of his percentage, and he went and was Mekadesh a lady with him. He came in front of Rabbah to ask if indeed he's Mekadesh. Who was Mohel you to the part of the Balabite? Which means, since you didn't officially make the division yet, and therefore, in these Betzalim over here that you took without asking permission, some of the fruit belongs to the Balabayit. You can't just take without asking permission. You have to make a division. And therefore, the lady accepted it thinking that all of it belongs to you. However, all of it doesn't belong to you. Some of that stuff belongs to somebody else. Therefore, it's Kiddushin under a false pre- pre- pretense. Therefore, the Kiddushin is not going to be a Kiddushin. 
This is only talking about where you took actual onions themselves. Because on the onions themselves, so then the Balabai says, we've got to split them evenly. However, about Kisha, but let's say you just took, let's say, uh, uh, the a stalk of the onions. Why do you take like a, like a bundle of them? So then he didn't take them individually. He like took the uh, the, the stalks themselves, bundles of them. Then the shear crop can say, I took one bundle, you take another bundle. On that item over there, they're not McPete. When you take individual onions themselves, one is bigger, one is smaller, therefore they got to divide them separately. Mashiachim, when they're just taking the bundles, so therefore it was Kisha Ki Kisha. Every, every bundle is basically uh, the same, one bundle for another bundle, and therefore it's not a problem in that case of it to take it and make a Kedushin. That's the difference between the actual bulbs themselves of the onions or taking the stalk. Therefore, you can take the stalk even without asking. Therefore, it's like his. Because for sure, the guy is Mukhail, because everything is equal in that case. And therefore, the Kedushin is a Kedushin. That's a guy that makes beer. A brewer. So he's making beer. They used to make beer in the olden days from Timarin, from dates. So what happened? He's making the beer for the Balabayat. He doesn't own the dates, but he's the brewer. He's making it. What happened? So he, after the dates were used for making beer, he took to use the dates, and he went and gave it to a lady. It wasn't his dates. He took the date and gave it to the lady. He said, conditionally. So the owner of the beer comes along and says, hey, he found him, what he did. How come you didn't give her the better dates? Why did you give her the used dates? There's some other dates over there, we didn't use them so much to make the beer, and therefore they're still stronger. You should have gave her the better dates. Now we don't know what that means. Does he mean, is he sarcastic when he's saying that? Does he mean to be mohelim? We have to understand what the balabait meant. Atalika so the brewer went in front of Rabat to ask if the Kiddushin is really a Kiddushin. Which means, is that like a Mehila? Is like the owner saying no problem? Or not? Amar, lo amru klach etzel yafot, ela le'anyan teruma belvad. This rule over here of klach etzel yafot is only said by teruma. What is this case of klach etzel yafot? The Gemara explains. The Tanya, we have a brighter. Ketzad amru torem shalom midahat teruma to teruma. What's the law that says if let's say a worker is takes teruma for the bala without asking him? Didn't ask him. We took teruma without asking. How do we know the teruma is the teruma? Or in which case is the teruma teruma? Aresh yara de toksa de chaviro. Guy goes down to his friend's field. Miliket. He took teruma without asking permission. Im choshesh mishum gezel. If you have, if the balabar is mekpid, that what this is gezel and teruma to teruma, then of course it's not doesn't work the teruma. Vimla, but if the balabar is not mekpid, teruma to teruma. Uminai na yehudaim choshesh mishum gezel imla. How do you know if the balabar is mekpid or not? Harisheba balabar umsao. The balabar finds the guy that took the teruma. Amar Lori tells him, klach etzal yafot. You should have taken the better fruit. Why did you take the uh, inferior fruit over there? You should have taken from the better. Now, what does he mean? Is he being sarcastic and saying, "Hey, well, why don't you take? Why don't you take the best fruit? So why should you take anything?" Or is he saying, "No, really, I wish you would have taken from the better fruit." How do you know what he means? So if indeed there's better fruit in the field, then really he means it legitimately. You should have taken the better fruit. Therefore, terumato, teruma. Retroactively, we say that it was mochel. If you have no problem, but if there's no better fruit, then he's being sarcastic. Then he means to say, "Hey, why don't you take the better? Why don't you take the best fruit?" I mean, what are you doing over here? And therefore, he said it sarcastically. So then, or let's say, the owners themselves were adding to the Tiruma themselves, to, the, to what the Shaliyah, or to what the, to what the friend took, because you see clearly whether there's better fruit or not. You see from the fact that the Balabite is adding to the pile of Tiruma, he's maskim, he agrees. Ah, so that's only by Tiruma. Because anyway he has to give the Tiruma. Say, okay, so I didn't give it, the other guy gave it, fine. So therefore then you could say already, he's, uh, he doesn't care. If there's, uh, he, he doesn't mean it sarcastically, if there's better, if there's, if there's better fruit. But in this case, Mishum Kisufa, Ude Avad.
which means he doesn't want to embarrass his friend that took some of the dates over here and without asking him permission. So he says, what do you take from the better ones? But he really doesn't mean it. Even if there is better ones, he doesn't mean it because he just doesn't want to embarrass the guy because he's, he's not obligated to give his dates for Kiddushin. When it comes to Terumah, the guy is obligated to give Terumah. So therefore, he's going to have to give it one way or the other. So therefore, he can say, if, they, if he says he should have taken it from the better ones, and indeed there was better ones, so then he means it. He means it, and therefore it's okay. However, in this case over here, when he says he should have taken it from the better ones, and even if there were better dates, he's just not trying, he's trying not to embarrass the guy. But he's not happy. Who asked you to take my dates to give it Kiddushin? And you can't argue, well, I, you had to give it to me anyway. I don't have to give you anything. It's not Terumah. It's my obligation to give you dates to go be Kiddush lady. Therefore, he just did it not to embarrass the guy. Therefore, the cases are not equivalent. They're not, they're not uh, comparable. Therefore, Ena Mekudeshet. Comes the next Mishnah. Now we discuss a person making a Kiddushin with Korbanot. HaMekadesh Bechelko He took his chelek from the korbanot, the basar of korbanot Ben Koche Kodashim Whether it's korbanot that are on the level of Koche Kodashim That would be considered, for example, korban hatat, korban asham And things like that And then those types of korbanot over there, only the kohanim are allowed to eat them And they can only be eaten within the azara of the Beit HaMikdash Ben Kadashim Kalim Or for that matter it's a lower level of Kadashim. That's like Korban Shilamim, Korban Todah, Bechor, Maaseh, Korban Pesah, cases like that. In all these cases, Ena Mekudeshet, because it's not considered the Kohens, or it's not considered the owners. Even though he's allowed to eat it, however, he's eating it from Shulchan Gavoa, he's eating it from God's table. It's God's goods. And therefore, he cannot be Mekadesh. It's not considered his money that we say that you can be Mekadesh a lady with. Now we continue the Mishnah. We'll see all this in the Gemara. The Ma'asir Sheni, Ma'asir Sheni is the Ma'asir that you have to give in the first, second, fourth, fifth years of the Shemitah cycle. Ben Shogeg, Ben Mezid, whether you gave the Ma'asir Sheni by mistake, or you gave it Ben Mezid, there is no Kiddushin. Because again, Ma'asir Sheni is considered Mamon Gavoa, it's considered God's, you cannot be Mekadesh only with your money. If you did it by mistake, no Kiddushin. Okay? We have to see what's the difference between Shogeg and Mezid. Why Shogeg? No good. Mezid, yeah, good. We'll see. Let's say a guy consecrated articles to the Beta Mikdash. He called it a Beta Mikdash. Mikdash the Beta can buy it. Now, Mezid. If let's say these items that he consecrated, he then went and was Mekadesh a lady. If he did B'mezid on purpose, Kiddush, Kiddushin is hal. B'shogeg, lo Kiddush. That it would be B'mezid, lo Kiddush. Okay, we don't understand the Sevarot here yet. We have to wait for the Gemara. What's the difference between Shogeg, Mezid, Mahloket? Okay, the Gemara will explain it. But let's go one step at a time. Nema matnitin, delo Let us see. Amishnah just said what? That if you make a Kiddushin with the Helek of the Korban, right? No Kiddushin, whether it's Kochek Kodashim, whether it's Kadashim Kalim, must be not going like Rabbi Yosei Gilili Wadetanya. Because over here we have a Torah law called Shivuat HaPikadon. What is the law of Shivuat HaPikadon? A person, let's say, has a claim against his friend. I gave you something to watch, I want it back. The guy comes along and says, what are you talking about? I don't have it. Said, okay, you got to swear. He swears, and then he admits, the truth is, I really have your item. Also, this guy made a shivuah, and the Torah clearly says, in that case, if he's guilty, he swore falsely, he has to pay back the item. He has to pay back a penalty of... Hamishit, the fifth, and he also has to be a korban asham to a kadosh baruchu. Now the language of the pasuk says umaala maal ba bahashim. That means the guy was moel. The guy stole. The guy stole even from Hashem. What does what this guy do with the pikadon? What type of pikadon is talking about maala maal bahashim? That you you stole something from Hashem? What is it talking about? Lerabot kadashim kalim. Oh, that even if, let's say, a 
person made a swear against his friend. His friend told him, you stole my korban shilamim. And the guy what are you talking about? I didn't take your korban shilamim. He swears. And then it's found out that he really took the Kadashim Kalim. So this he has to bring a Kurban. Shehen Mamono. Because that's considered the Mamon of a person. So just like you have a case of Shemot Pikadon by regular articles that you took from the person because that's his Mamon, so too Shilamim is considered the Mamon of the person. That's why it's subject to the laws of Shemot Pikadon. So that, what do you see according to the Yosegilili? That the Chaurat is considered the Mamon of a person, he can make Kedushin with it also. So Amishnah obviously is not going to be Yosegilili. So the Afilu Temar be Yosegilili. Ki Kamar be Yosegilili Mehayim. That which the Biyose said is law, that's only when the animal is still alive. It was, it was designated for Qurban Shilamim. But after you slaughtered it, no, then even he agrees that Kadashim Kalim is considered Mamon Gavoah. That after already it's slaughtered, the meat that the person eats, that's considered from Shulchan Gavoah, and therefore. It's not your mamon, and therefore you'll not be able to eat it. Which means there's a chinook between Rabbi uh, Yosei, whether the animal's alive or not. Good. After the animal is slaughtered and the parts are designated, so then already that's considered mamon gavoa. So Gavoah says, makes sense like that, to explain the Mishnah like that. The Mishnah can even be like Rabbi Yosei, because the Amish has to talk about parts. It's not talking about the animal's alive. How do we know? I'll prove it to you from the last word of the Mishnah. Diktani. Hamikadesh behelko. Ben koche kadashim, ben kadashim karim, lo kidesh. From the fact that the Mishnah says helko. Helko is mashma. The helik. Doesn't say kadashim karim. Kadashim karim means the animal itself. The helko means the parts that come from the animal. Also, only on the parts, because they're considered. Belonging to God, that's the, from the table of God. Therefore, Shmamina, that Dafka in that case is not considered his mamon, but the animal himself, the animal itself is considered the mamon. Tarabanan, we have a braita. Lachar petiratosh Rabbi Meir, after Rabbi Meir died. Amar deim Rabbi Yudal, Tamid of Rabbi Yudal told the students, Ad yikansu Tamidei Rabbi Meir lekan. Do not let the students of Rabbi Meir enter the Bet Midrash, Mepneshekanteranimen, because their way is to to be kanter, which means they uh, they uh, they challenge and they're trying to to needle me in the halacha. Ve'lol motorahim ba'im, ela lekapeheni ba'halachotim ba'im. They're trying to cut my legs, so to speak, with their sharpness. To knock me down in the halakha. Tahad sumchos v'nichnas. Sumchos pushed his way in, even though he was a student of the Bimiri, pushed his way into the Bet Midrash. Amar lehem so sumchos now announces to the Bet Midrash. Kak shanali Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Meir taught me in the Mishnah. Hamekadesh bechelko, person takes the helik of the korbanot. Ben koche kadashim, ben kadashim kalim. Whether it's korban khatat, whether it's korban shalami, whatever type of level korban it is, lo kidesh, the kedushin is not a kedushin. Exactly how Mishnah. Ka'atz rebi yudalehim. When the yudal heard this halakha, he got angry. Amar lehem, lo kachamati lachem. Didn't I tell you already? Al yikansu metalmideh rabi me'il lekan. Don't bring in these students from this shekantaranimem. These guys are coming over here. They're just coming to knock me down. They're coming to be mizalzel. Would you let them into the midrash for? Why? He says, what kind of alachaz he quoting over here? That you make a kaddish a lady with kadashim, kodesh kadashim. What kind of alachaz is that? What kind of case is that? How could you make, How could you even think you could be Mekadesh later with Qurban Khattab? Could a lady go into the Azara? We know a lady is not allowed to walk into the Azara. So how would you ever be Mekadesh a lady with meat of a Qurban Khattab? Qurban Khattab, as we know, you can never take out of the Azara. So what is he talking about, Sumchus? That the Kodesh Kodeshim, you cannot be Mekadesh a lady. Hazar Kabaruk, of course you're not going to be Mekadesh a lady. Vichy, a lady can walk into the Azara. So what are you even talking about? So stop, they're just trying to come in and, uh, and, uh, and, and knock me down. With the, saying these halakhot, these tricky uh, halakhot to trick us. What did you let him in for? Amar Rabbi Yosef. So Rabbi Yosef comes along and says, wait. 
Yomru, if I don't respond over here, the people are going to say the following, Meir Shachav, Rabbi Meir passed away, Yehuda Ka'as, Yehuda got angry, as we saw in the story just now, and Yosef Shatak, and Yosef kept quiet, which means we have to answer this question. The Yehuda is coming and saying, I have to have to answer exactly what it meant. So he says, which means I have to explain the case of Rabbi Meir. We can't just say that um, uh, let Rabbi Yudai get angry and not explain what Rabbi Meir meant in the, uh, in the Mishnah. So he says, huh? Who are you asking? Vichy, can a lady go into the Azara? What's the problem? Maybe the girls are Kitana and the father is accepting the Kiddushin for the Kitana. The father can walk in the Azara, it's not a problem. Or she's a Ne'ara, the father can go into the Azara to accept it. Or the she's a Gedolan, she made a Shaliyah to go accept it for. So therefore, yeah, what's the problem? You worried about how, how do you have a case of a lady getting Kiddushin in the Azara? The father went and accepted it on her behalf. What's the problem? Ve'od, and even as you better. Dahakav and Ichnesamai. Let's say she made a Yisur. Okay, she pushed herself into the Hazara. She accepted the Kedushin. In that case, we want to know, is it Kedushin or not? You're right, she's not allowed to go into the Hazara. But she pushed herself in. Okay, she made a Yisur. But the Shailaz is the Kedushin a Kedushin nonetheless. So therefore, he felt that he had to answer it. Which is the B, uh, now, you can ask me a question. Even though the Yehuda knew that there's, that there's scenarios, like we just said in the name of the Yosef, he was angry because he felt that again Sumkos was coming the Kantir. He was coming just to, to knock him. So therefore, he just knocked him out, you know, with a, with a, with a small dihui. Even though he knew the answer to it. He was upset just to let Sumkos in the Midrash Bechla, because he only wasn't like Hashem Shamayim against him. However, Rabbi uh, Yosef said, I have, to, I have to at least say something. Was he going to say to Bimir died? And he couldn't explain his words, so I have to explain his words at least so they can make sense. Okay, so he explained it, that yeah, the Kedamah is a case where not a lady herself is going to go into the, bit, the, into the Azara, but her, her agent, her father, and so on and so forth. Or if she goes in without, without asking, but... Tanya, we have a bright Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Mekudeshet, Rabbi Yosef Omer, Ena Mekudeshet, good. Now the Gemara brings a bride that it teaches Mahluk and Tanaim, a case guys Mekudesh, Mekudesh, Kudashim. Rabbi Yehuda indeed holds Mekudeshet. And Rabbi Yosef holds in Amikudesh. What's the Mahlukit? Amar Rabbi Yohanan Shunei Miklahadan Shunei both learning from the same Pasuk. Which means, Aharon and his children, it says, The meat of the Quran belongs to you. Rabbi Yudah Sabah, Lecha Lechol Surchecha. The meat belongs to you for all your needs. Which means you can do whatever you want with it. Even you can be Mekadesh a lady. The Pasuk saying, It belongs to you. The Rabbi Yosef Sabah, no. It's you, it belongs to you. Ka'ish. Like the fire. Ma'ish ta'akhira. Just like what's the purpose of the fire. The fire, meaning of the Mizbeah, eats the Qurban. So to the Helek of the Qurban is for Akhila purposes, for nothing else. Therefore, you cannot use it to make a So therefore, both of them are learning it from the same Pasuk. One, the Bi'udah learns it's Mamash Lecha, and therefore you can make it Nushim. The other rabbi says, no, Lecha, like Ish. Because what says Ish in the Pasuk. Just like Ish is only for eating purposes, the Ish eats the Qurban, so to the Qurban can only meet of the Qanim can only be used for eating and not for making a Kedushim. Amen, amen.